Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate What's your going continued on, everyone? support. Welcome back. It's episode 43 of Today's Tickets. Uh, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Tyler Liddick, and we're going to cover a couple different things today. A weekend recap of week zero. There's only a couple of games, seven um, FBS games this past weekend. Uh, we've got 10 days till the NFL when we kick off with the Lions at the Chiefs on Thursday night football. We've got the MLB slate for tonight. Um... And the U.S. Open tennis started today. So you're looking at the U.S. Open tennis. We'll just get started right there with the U.S. Open tennis. Um, on the men's side, Carlos Alcaraz versus um, Djokovic. Obviously, those are your favorites. Uh, you got Alcaraz coming in at plus 190. Joker coming in at plus 125. Um, you're going to probably look at these two. If you look at their um, brackets and the way it comes out for them they've got incredibly easy matchups joker the first tough matchup he could play is probably fritz in the quarters if it shakes out that way um and then alcaraz is the first tough matchup he could have would be center in the quarters if it shakes out that way so they're each both looking at maybe three four t- tune-up matches if if um Everything comes out as the way the bracket should shake out for the guys and on the men's side. Check out us check us out in the Discord. Um you've got Lou Ford and, and Campbell working on tennis plays and tennis futures for the the uh men's and women's US Open and, and it's all available there for you. You got Rabakina Golf. Elena Rabakina, Coco Golf. Iga, Ons, Saba, all favorites on the women's side. Obviously, Sakari just took an L this morning already. She's always good for a stinker in the majors. Um, our guy Lou Ford wrote us an article about uh, Mira Andreeva about a week ago on the favorite. He, he really likes her. She's young, but she hits the ball with a lot of power. And uh, if she gets cruising, she she could find herself easily fighting for a spot in the finals. Um, and you could have got her as of a week ago on Bet Rivers at 30-1 to 1 each way. So keep an eye out for her. Um, but, yeah, we've got U.S. Open action, and we'll have action for the next two weeks up until the finals on um, that following Sunday after Labor Day. I think it's the 9th, uh, and, and that'll be the uh, opening of NFL football as well. So it's not far away, folks, and um, let's go ahead and, and get started with uh, our, our college football this past weekend. Two things I wanted to take away. I mean, obviously wasn't much action as we saw at 7 o'clock. We saw UMass and New Mexico state square off uh, as the primetime game um as they left Caleb Williams on the back burner uh, the Heisman front runner who threw four touchdowns uh bottom line is USC still can't play defense um they did hit the transfer portal a little I think they got a US uh, no they got a linebacker from Texas A&M USC or uh, LSU guy and and they still let up some points, uh, 28 points versus um, San Jose State. But the bottom line, it was, it was 21 to 14 at halftime. So it was still a ball game, uh, much closer than what USC would have liked it to be at that point in time. And 
Caleb Williams can throw all the touchdowns he wants, but but USC is going to lose some football games this year. Uh, um, you look at their schedule later in the year, the Pac-12 is probably better than what it's maybe ever been. And if you look at USC's schedule, they're obviously going to have to face everyone in the Pac-12. But it, it starts really with that game against um, – they travel to Notre Dame on October 14th. Right after that, a week, a week later, you got – right you you go back home and you play utah on the 21st and then you got cal next week but that that'll be probably an easy game um depending upon what happens against utah though you you might have to take that cal game a lot more seriously because you you could be finding yourself backs against the wall with one loss depending upon what happens in notre dame you could lose that game too they looked real good on the offensive line and they could bully your defensive line if you're usc so then you go to November 4th. you got three out of four weeks against top 25 teams, and you, you face Washington. This time you're at home. Week after that, you travel to Oregon. And then, and then you have UCLA the week after that at home. So you have five out of six weeks to finish this, this season um, that are going to be tough games. And, and we know that Washington has a, def- a good defensive team, and they're defensive-minded, but now they have an offense to go with it with Michael Penix Jr. We've seen him last year. He was a stud. They got a wide receiver who's projected to go in the first round. Um, so you got a good Washington team out there out west. But the problem here with this conference is you're never going to be able to see them on TV because they got the Pac-12 exclusive deal. Uh, can't wait till this season's over and it's all done and over with. And we'll be able to see these guys out west on TV more often as Big Ten has multiple different TV deals. You get Big Ten Network, ESPN, and ABC, um, all advertising games on Big Ten Network. So or for the Big Ten, not on the Big Ten Network, but you'll definitely see some of these Oregon, USC's, Washington's, Utah's, and, and um, some of these teams out west, Arizona, Colorado, all these games are going to start being on your TV a lot more often. And uh, something to note, guys, those teams out west traveling traveling east for a 12 o'clock start time on a Saturday morning, that's 9 o'clock out west. That's a different body clock, and, and it's going to take some, some adjusting, and there's going to be some early thumpings in these in these new new uh, new games and next couple of years so keep your eye out on on those spots as the schedulers will do these teams no favorites and it might not be penn state and usc in the 12 o'clock spot it might be illinois and arizona or or you know your your teams of the lesser um powers but it it will be um schedulers delight and if you are a gambler who likes to look at things like that you go ahead and, and pick those off um <clears throat> USC, nonetheless, they will lose a game or two this year in my mind. I, I believe it. They don't have the defense to, to defend um, anyone, and there's there's some losses on their schedule if you look at it. Sam Hartman was impressive in his debut with Notre Dame. Uh, Navy, not much of a fight. They got rolled the entire game. Notre Dame was just bigger all, all around. Uh, defensively, they stopped the option pretty much every which way they went. Navy never afraid from it they just kept playing it playing it even though they were down 7 14 21 28 35 42 and so on it could have been much much uglier but i i really don't think notre dame had much interest in scoring too many times in the second half um bad beat for over betters as you know you're looking at a 42-3 game early fourth quarter you can't get any more points uh, besides that late navy field goal that gets you to 45 but this game was looking like a 56 57 58 early you know first second quarter when notre dame already had 21 points Let's throw for another touchdown right before half but 
Sam Hartman looked good over at Notre Dame, and this is a good quarterback. They haven't had a good quarterback, you know, that can really throw the ball, stretch the ball downfield. That's impressive. Um, in a long time, you you think back to maybe Brady Quinn. You probably have to think back even further than that after him. So, I I like Notre Dame this year. Um, I don't. They could be a playoff team, but they have a brutal schedule as well. I I mean, their schedule to the likes of is almost comparable to to USC's and it, and it starts with that um starts with that USC game. If you if you look at Notre Dame's schedule this year, they do have Ohio State in 2 weeks, which which is going to be a tough one and that that's going to be um Ohio State travels to Notre Dame. But you go to October 7th. Notre Dame travels to Louisville. Louisville is supposed to be good this year. New new head coach coming over from Purdue. You got USC going to to Notre Dame October 14th. Then you have Pittsburgh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Clemson, November 4th. So, you know, schedule makers aren't doing either of these teams any favorites, but Notre Dame, if all shakes out well, Clemson, top 25 team, Louisville, probably going to be a top 25 team by the end of the season. They're projected to beat their win total, nine and a half. Notre Dame, uh, top 25 team, USC, top 25 team. I mean, and Ohio State, top 25 team. Notre Dame, they got four of them on their schedule, all shakes out. You know, you're looking at a team that could go down the stretch of their schedule facing four, three top 25 teams in the final six weeks. And if they if they escape that Ohio State game, this, this Notre Dame team could be undefeated heading into that matchup in Clemson. So keep that in mind. Sam Hartman um, will then get to face Wake Forest uh, November 18th in Notre Dame. That'll be, you know, a nice spot to circle on his schedule. And he already has faced Clemson. He's familiar with him. He threw for six touchdowns against Clemson last year. That was a shootout. I think they lost that game by a touchdown real late, in, um, but they were winning for a while, and, and Clemson just came back and, and beat him by a touchdown late. I think it was uh, 56-49, or it was a very high-scoring game. I'm not ex- exactly sure of the exact score without looking it up, but... Nonetheless, Sam Hartman looked good. The running game looks great, um, and I think Notre Dame's going to be a good team. We'll be fighting to get in the playoffs this year. Uh, next, this upcoming week, we've got Jaden Daniels versus Jordan Travis, and that'll be the highlight of our weekend when we have LSU um, facing off against Florida State, uh, rematch against uh, of last year. And, um, I'll be out of town this weekend as I'll be visiting Happy Valley for West Virginia traveling to Penn State. I like all the unders here. I like Penn State under um, in the – I like the under in the first half. I like West Virginia team total under in the first half and the game. And, yeah, I like the first half under and I like the game under. So I, I don't think that West Virginia is going to be able to score points in Happy Valley. Um, it's going to be a loud crowd. It's a, it's a night game. Penn State, it's going to be rowdy. It's Labor Day weekend. I'll be up there with a bunch of people. I know, I know we'll, uh, we'll all be in attendance. So I like Penn State to uh, take care of this game. The, uh, I know the spread, I did think it believe it opened at 17.5. It's now at 20.5. We got it a while ago at 19. Um, probably about three weeks to four weeks ago, once I decided I was definitely going to the game, took a spread already, and I think Penn State's going to roll this game. I, I think their defense is much improved. I've heard from someone who attended training camp that their secondary is very, very, very good. The only I hear from their the guy that attended training camp, good buddy of mine, uh, flat out said the only weakness they have is at wide receiver. So hopefully that can be proven wrong and we can have some athletes turn out to uh, – 
play wide receiver this year and we can we you know we see this Penn State team compete for a Big Ten and maybe we can cash some of them six to one tickets we have but let, but it all starts this weekend at home versus West Virginia in the home opener season opener and and I think Penn State's going to get this get this done easily and I like them unders on West Virginia you take those team total unders um big matchup this weekend Jaden Daniels Jordan Travis this is a tough one and I really don't have much of a say I'm just going to sit on the sidelines here but but if if I uh, had to think about it one way or the other I'd probably lean towards the SEC as I usually do um not a bias here uh, I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan but the SEC is just bigger and better and and I think that LSU is a deeper deeper team so when it comes down to it I think that Later in the game, it's going to come down to the quarterback. If if uh, if it does come down to the quarterback, I'd probably put my marbles in the basket of Jordan Travis. But if it doesn't come down to the quarterback and it comes down to you know war of attrition and these teams are out there beating each other around, I like LSU. I, I just think they're the bigger, um, more physical football team. I know uh, Florida State has, I think, eight or nine guys that are ranked in the top 100, but um, LSU's got those guys too, so... It's going to be a great game, and, and um, one of these teams is obviously going to start a season with a loss, but it really doesn't affect either of them as it's a non-conference game. So let's keep that in mind, and let's just like hope for a good primetime game and not a blowout. Um, another thing to keep in mind, I almost got into it earlier with the UMass-New Mexico State game. This transfer portal, it is going to be so hard to transfer game or, or handicap games early in a season when you've got guys who – you have no idea what these teams actually look like. You, you some teams having upwards of 10, 20, 50, you know, 15, 10, 15, 20, 25 guys in the transfer portal. I mean, UMass, they had a win total of one and a half this year. Well, they finished their schedule pretty easy as well. I think they have Mary Mac, um, Liberty, and not that Liberty is an easy team, but they have Mary Mac, Liberty, and, and Connecticut, and they have a, a win total coming into the season of one and a half, and they already have a win after week one was uh that transfer wide receiver from arizona he was looking good all night long on saturday night um so you got to keep in mind be open to uh some of these rosters have turned since last year um you know and just because they didn't go ahead and recruit well doesn't mean they're not hitting the transfer portal and i think umass uh win total is going way out the window if you bet the under 1.5 Sorry about that one. If you did get on the side of the 1.5 there, I never recommended it. I never even talked about it, but I heard some guys um, that I follow talking about it, and and I think that one's out the window because they only need to get one more for the rest of the season. Quarterback looked good, athletic, extended plays with his legs, and he could throw the ball down the field. Again, I think they had two transfer um, wide receivers. I just know one of them was from Arizona, and he looked good all night. Moving along, something to touch on today. Another um, shout out to you know, obviously the guys that help out at the Line Movers Network. You know, whether it's Campbell, whether it's Zach coming up on the NFL, you know, and Lewis in, in the um, tennis world. Now we've got Ian in golf as golf finally just ended, and we'll have about a two month off season until it starts up again. But we'll also have the Ryder Cup in here coming up. Um, but shout out to all these guys. You know, they all have lives, families, and, and things that they have to do, and and they don't owe, uh, you know, us or the Line Movers Network anything. And they're they're always willing to help out. Um, you know, and and the bigger we get, the better it all gets for everybody. And and you know, you can 
support us, go on our website, purchase some merchandise. You know, in return, we give you a spot to compete in our Survivor. Right now, it's looking at $1,500. We get a couple more entries. We get the prize up to $2,000. Ian's going to be sharing some information for some daily fantasy contests and other things like that through one of our guys in the Discord. And other than that, guys, be sure to check out our college football videos starting up this week, breaking down college football action all year long, uh, getting our NFL Survivor. You purchase merchandise, you get an entry into our Survivor. It's not just to you know, support the brand. You get a chance to win close to 1500 or or $2,000. So it's not for nothing, guys. And we have an MLB slate today, You know, Houston and Boston, Brewers and Cubs, Reds and Giants, D-backs and Dodgers. I don't have much of a play, but in the NL Central, we have a hell of a race, and so, so do we in the AL West. So keep your eyes on those. Um, it looks like the Brewers just got to kind of get a game here from the Cubs to keep themselves you know, three, four games clear of the Cubs here after this series is over. Reds and Giants, neither of these teams can afford to lose this series. So um, <clears throat> they're basically both on the outside looking in right now. And then you have the D-backs who have found themselves again, got hot after starting to see the August with, I think, eight or nine straight losses. Um, yeah, you've got the D-backs at the Dodgers tonight, and we're going to find out what um, you know how the D-backs level up. we got Zach Gallon in the mound, who's currently the NL Cy Young um favorite at minus 105 but he's been horrible on the road and now he has to go face the division rival Dodgers who have been red hot uh and and also we've seen a shift in the market with the Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna um MVP race as just about two weeks ago Mookie was 12 to 1 13 to 1 across the market and now Mookie's the favorite as of last night, minus 105. He's had some massive um, last month and a half of baseball ever since the All-Star break. I mean, Ronald Acuna's having a hell of a season, too. He's got 80 runs, 30-some homers, hitting 334. He's got almost 60, I think, 59 stolen bases. And then you got Mookie, I think, 108 RBIs, 90 runs, 30 homers. These guys are both raking. uh, But if I was going to give it to someone... I mean, you'd have to give it to Acuna, who's been lights out all season long. He's at the top of the order, just creating havoc for anyone. Every time he gets on base, he's swiping second. Uh, Mookie, I understand, you know, he's been kind of the fire stick behind offense all year, but Freddie Freeman was just the front runner on the Dodgers a week ago. He was 4-1, to one and, and Acuna was minus 225, minus 175, and, and now you're telling me that you you turn around and and now you have Mookie jumping both of them. I I don't see it. I still like Acuna, um, and I like Spencer Strider. I don't think Zach Gallen's going to get it done on the road. And you can get Spencer Strider right now plus two fifty. He's got a couple starts left in him. I'm sure a couple of them will shake out to be against some bad division opponents. Um, there's still some money to be made in the MLB futures market, guys. Uh, MLB plays will be posted later today in the Discord. Go ahead over to the website, guys. Get your merchandise. Get into Survivor. We'll be talking Survivor strategies all year long. Um, I don't have much more for you. We're going to be talking fantasy football quarterbacks tomorrow on episode 44. So... If you're looking for some plays from this podcast, you can go ahead and book it. Alcaraz Djokovic in the U.S. Open men's final, and I think the Joker gets it done. Revenge on his mind. 
Um, keep an eye out on those division pennant races in the MLB. And the NFL is 10 days away, guys. Let's uh, let's keep in mind, we don't have to burn through our bankroll by then. DraftKings has a lot of cool competitions to keep you engaged all season long. They've got the NFL Survivors. They've got the um, NFL Pick 5s. Um, you can do as well pick them contests those are always fun entertaining you last pretty long in a survivor you present yourself a good hedge opportunity so let's have a good year gambling guys um check out the discord check us out online you look us up on twitter send us a dm we'll send you a discount code for a year subscription uh anybody listens to the podcast today send us a message on twitter let us know you listen to the podcast today and we'll send you a gift card so you can go ahead and get some money off for your survivor entry all you got to do send us a dm on twitter tell us you listen to the podcast today and we'll send you a gift card right over to your email have a good one guys it's tyler with the line movers network and i'll see you on episode 44